0: back at it back at it it's been a little while we got another episode of records good to be back i'm with the boys julian gabe tell them what episode number this is episode 57,
1: 57. Hi, 57
0: we got mr 19, 305 yeah, in the top oh left corner over here himself how you feeling mr gabe Dale? why do you even go to the barber shop bro just
2: like shave your head man <laughs>
1: I do. Maybe I don't, I, I don't he, he know. He he don't know. you guys. Try You're trying to insult cuts me. Cuts he cuts me. Cuts Listen. He cuts it on you. Yeah. like a little jaggedy, Julian. Okay, Dom? Me? What are you doing? Look at this. Yeah, little, I think he's
2: little, talking little. about JoJo.
1: I'm trying to look at the pixels. I'm trying to look at the pixels. <laughs> little,
2: That's just uh, you got a fucked up computer. Not sharp. That's very sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a fucked up computer screen. Well,
1: we yeah, what's going on in sports, though? I mean, I mean, it's been a couple of weeks, so we finally get the crew back together. We're all crewed together. And, you know, we're going to start off with the biggest... Uh, sports going on because uh, the news never stops. Always, even when we haven't Gabe, seen a game in weeks and Gabe's months.
2: favorite player. The most ex- news he's been just clamoring to hear.
1: Aaron Rodgers has a brand new <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers tattoo. I don't know if you've seen this. This came out a couple of days ago. Aaron Rodgers. I don't understand how tattoo. it went viral. Yeah what, what what do you what do you guys saw? I don't know if Julian if you can pull it up. Uh, I think I
2: yeah, I saw, I don't here. understand what's like what why is it going like so crazy like viral right? Like I don't understand. Well, you got like a tattoo. Of, you got a tattoo of
1: what? Okay, Jojo, you got to see this tattoo, Jojo. Wait, if, what's going on? I don't think it's up.
2: that crazy.
1: Like I, I don't, I'm I don't gonna, understand. I'm going to you know barter for time,
0: but so uh, obviously you get Rogers. it up on the screen so uh, yeah. so everyone can yeah. see.
2: Yeah, I'm doing it now.
1: So Aaron Rodgers obviously coming off an MVP-type season, uh, you know, huge controversy. Is he vaccinated? I don't know, whatever. Whatever. Comes MVP, takes a there's break, like an off season.
0: Tattoo? I feel like I've seen something so, yeah. like that. Yeah. We haven't
1: heard from Aaron Rodgers in a while, and here he comes out with a brand-new tattoo. He's trying to show the world. Uh, JoJo, what are your first thoughts? You look at this. What, what are you seeing? Yeah, there's two lions. There's an eye. There's like a – it looks like cartography, like, some, like a – Looks like you uh, trying to plot the, the stars and the sky.
2: Astrology. What you say? What did what, what you, you call it? Like? Cartiger Cartigger? Cartiger- 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 I don't know what, what
0: the that is. <laughs> Yo, We're going to have to Google that one. I, I, don't, I never heard of that word. <laughs> I've never
2: I don't know where yeah. game guys. Where'd you I go whatever. to school, man? <laughs>
0: hey, man? All right, All right. Back JoJo. to the tattoo, real quick. Honestly, I, it looks pretty dope from what I see. I see a little eye. I, I don't understand one. it. Two lions. Uh, I see an ocean with a sun behind it. Uh, the attention to detail on it is pretty dope. So shout out to whoever did this tattoo. Nice clean lines. I have zero complaints. Yeah. I, I don't know why this blew up. I maybe he's having a midlife Jillian. crisis. Got a tattoo. <laughs> he's getting old. Um, wanted to freshen up before the next season. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, can't. I think you know it looks. looks- I think it looks kind of sick.
2: Like the line work and like the work that they did was really good.
0: Oh, that's. I'm curious, the first how
2: tattoo. That, I'm curious to see how that like turns out. Like, cause having super intricate lines like that on a small tattoo, like over time that could possibly smudge. But I mean, it looks pretty sick. Like it's kind of some crazy shit. Like, I don't know what's, yeah. uh, what's going on, but I, I mean, get, do you understand why this thing was? Is it because like people like it? Or like is it because people are hating on oh,
1: it? Oh, people are clowning on this. I mean, on Twitter, I damn, people get it. are clowning on this. Uh, my initial thoughts when I first saw Twitter this I was Twitter
2: like, isn't real people.
1: No, Twitter <laughs> is real. We've gone, is real. gone over Twitter's life. is life. Twitter okay? real? Twitter's life. <laughs> um, my first thoughts on it were like... Like what you guys said, oh, it's like, oh, the artwork is really nice. Like, it's very yeah. well done. Like, the lines are very fine. They're very straight. You don't get no crooked lines, no jagged. It's not like uh, some fortune. Your hairline. Behind the train. No. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so I was like, okay, as a tattoo, looks fine. But, like, all these symbols of all these things, it just looks like a, a collage of things that he's been waiting on. He's trying to have this deep meaning. I'm Hold like, up,
2: yup. real quick. I just Hold saw up. this. You know how I just said I could see it smearing in the future? Literally, in the first comment, I just saw this. Yeah, Yo. this tattoo in ten years. Yeah, that's well, exactly what on. I was just that's saying. It's gonna
1: fade. Usually, tattoos fade. It's gonna be all no when it's crazy. that
2: small and that much detail. It's it, it will start to smudge like that. But yeah, so that's well, funny. I'm did that. That. Yeah, that's
0: pretty good editing. Shout out to them. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty realistic honestly i thought that was the day after <laughs> is that why is that why it blew up
1: <laughs>
0: well, I mean, Could you do only a, it's only
1: been a couple days so he just came out with it uh my first initial thoughts were like this is a this is a looks like a white woman's instagram this is just a collage of symbols he has an eye a lion he has shit with the stars i don't know it looks kind of crazy to me i mean lion, whatever lion. apparently it has meaning to him and, and, you know, everybody's on Twitter clowning. And I'm, I mean, I'm only sh- on Twitter. It, it looks like a, a
0: meaningful age. tattoo. Um, there's a lot going on there. Um, the, who knows? This first tattoo, he gone through experiences through his whole life. So, you know, he wanted to paint a picture on it. Now, my next question is, Gabe, at your age, will you be able, <laughs> will you be willing to get any <laughs> tattoos now?
1: I would be. I would be. Actually, I would get something like, like this. Uh, I think the best comment so far on this tattoo was like, uh, the joke was like, oh, uh, he goes into a tattoo parlor. Roger goes to a tattoo parlor he's like, uh, I've been thinking about like Kyrie Irving. Like Kyrie, how Kyrie Irving talks and then the tattoo artist <laughs> says, say less. <laughs> that's what the tattoo looks like. <laughs>
0: you, you know what's funny? Because that's my first initial thought. I was like, this is such a Kyrie representation. You know, you got astrology there. You have the little eye going on. You mean cartigraphy. Cartigraphy
1: like, is what they like, use. Like, whatever he to... said.
0: Whatever. <laughs> cartography. Where are the podcasts? Cartigraphy. I'm going to have to look that up for sure. No, I definitely saw it's the resemblance like... in uh, how Kyrie is and his personality and that. Uh, but it's, it's crazy to think, right? Now we see a different side of Aaron Rodgers' personality just by seeing a tattoo and what he has represented on his body. Uh, all we know is Aaron Rodgers, the state farm guy, and. The football player, but like, there's yeah. obviously more to him than meets the eye, you know? Yeah, he always gave me like,
2: I do yoga vibes.
0: Like, I, I do don't yoga. Know, like, <laughs> like, yeah,
1: I don't but, know. It, it might be a midlife crisis, obviously. I think he was, uh, was he was dating, uh, what's the risk car driver he was dating for Danica Patrick for a little bit? Then he was dating, uh, he dated
2: a lot. I mean, Olivia Munn, um,
1: yeah, and then they got else, separated. I, I think Olivia Munn's with like John Mulaney now or something. And then now he was supposedly engaged with uh, an actress. Fuck, what's her name? Shay Shaylene Shaylene Woodley Shaylene. What the fuck is her name? I don't know. But they got divorced after all this vaccination stuff came out. Uh, so he's a single man. He's on the prowl. He's got a brand new tattoo. <laughs> he's, on
0: he's on the prowl. He's on the prowl. He's got a
1: ex- contract extension. There, you know, we're gonna see back to back
0: everything. MVP. He's out here. He's gonna be <clears> in the streets <throat> for sure.
1: Anyways, I just want to bring it up because I thought it was a silly little thing. It was going on on Twitter. Anyways, Julian, uh, what was the biggest news uh, over the weekend uh, coming from the NFL uh, that you want to get into? Your favorite
2: player. Wow. Your favorite player. The, G- the player Gabe was talking about all the past two seasons since we started doing this podcast. The guy who he said is going to take the Cleveland Browns, the promised land, dig them out of the dumps. And that is Baker. This is Baker, I what this is. <laughs> this is Baker Mayfield, Mr. Hulu. Thank you, Baker. This is um, yeah. <clears throat> self art that Gabe made for the show. Yeah, he, he wanted me to. Okay. <laughs> he wanted me to put this out there. <laughs> um, such as a huge you can tell, he didn't have a fan. Panthers shirt, so he had to um, find the next closest Panther blue shirt he has. So, uh,
1: yeah, this is yeah. Panther. Yeah, whatever. I couldn't get that, that, that right color, but this is close enough. Um, <laughs> obviously, uh, I think we were talking about weeks ago, like Julian, uh, Baker made for what well, He was kind of up in the air, right? They traded, obviously the Browns trade for Sean Watson, big trade. And then, you know, he immediately says, Oh, uh, I think, was it the day of or the day after, right before? I don't know. Baker comes on. He's like, Oh, thank you, Cleveland. He's like, thank you for other thing. he thought he was going to trade away. And they're like, Oh no, 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 wait, we're not going to do We're not going to wait, wait, hold on. I'm going to get rid of you. <laughs> The Browns want to get rid of him. But but now it comes out this week that he gets traded to the Carolina Panthers. And Julia, I just want to get your thoughts on: uh, Did you think this was inevitable that he was going to get traded, or uh, and what are your thoughts on the the Carolina Panthers going forward? With
2: uh, I mean, honestly, I didn't, I didn't think he was going to get traded. Like, I mean, I thought the way they they were like holding their stance because, like, honestly, like the shit, I feel like every week is something new with Deshaun Watson with with another loss another allegation, another lawsuit. And I'm like, I, I understand why they want him, but it's also like kind of fucked up to be like, all right, we're going to get this guy who we're not even sure is going to be able to play. We're going to pay him like a hundred times more than you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? We're not going to trade you. We're going to keep you here. And it was like, <clears throat> obviously it was best for Baker to leave. And, um, baker i mean i don't know man he's like there's he has flashes like he could be great but then there's moments where it's like what are you doing and he just misses people wide open people but i think he might be one of those guys that just ends up doing better getting a fresh start i mean cleveland's a hard place to play man it just has a horrible history of just being one of like the teams that just constantly loses they're laughing stock of all of sports not even just football like when you think of a shitty team in American sports, do you think of the Cleveland Browns? Like, I mean, they even have a sh- like a shitty team name. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it, it's not even like a very strong team. Like when you hear, it's like something out they of have a they after a
1: guy. they after the a guy. <clears throat> I understand. They yeah, Mr. Paul Brown. <laughs>
2: yeah. And i I'm the yeah, right. the former owner. And I understand why they do it. But they just look like a team like, that you see in like a, a football movie that loses all the time. Like, (laughs) you know,
0: and I I always, I personally go back and forth with uh, how I feel about Baker Mayfield, right? We see those flashes, you know, we, we love him, we talk good about him, and then we just see these ridiculous stints on and off the field, and we're like, what's going on? Then we also have to think of the situation he got into getting picked by the Browns. It's like, again, like, he's expected to be the hero, and You know, pull off something unbelievable for that team who's gone nowhere and God knows how many years. And then after Johnny football and all this going on, all this commotion, and I, he really did need a fresh start. So I don't think it's the worst thing he got traded.
2: The only thing that like makes me worry is like, I mean, there was like when he was with the Browns the past couple seasons, that team was good, at least on paper they set right. them up for
0: success. I mean, they yeah. they
2: got them players for sure. They two stud part. running backs, a decent O-line, not the best, but like a decent O-line, and then you had Odell and uh, Jarvis Landry
0: yeah.
2: in there. Um and then you had the uh, tight end. I'm drawing a blank on his name. But yeah, enjoy, I mean they, huh. Yeah, I mean, and then it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad team. It was a really solid team. They spent went out spent money, but it just didn't it just didn't work and like I mean Carolina right now is desperate. They are desperate. Like they needed to do something. I think the only reason why this trade didn't happen sooner is because Cleveland was on the fence of actually getting rid of him and getting the right compensation for him. Panthers are virtually giving up nothing for him. They're giving up a conditional fifth round pick in 2024. So they don't have to give out a pick this year. And it's a fifth round pick. Granted, it's, I believe he's going into his final year. So they would have to determine. I think he has to play well this season to get a contract or continue to sit, be a starter in this league. So it's like, <clears throat> I think the Panthers, they knew they needed to do something. I mean, you did not want to roll out Sam Darnold again, the man who sees ghosts, the ghost hunter. You, you, you do not want to roll him out there again. They needed to do something. I think that team has a lot of issues. You weren't going to re sign Cam Newton because, I mean, we've talked about that. We beat that to death. Like, the dude's done. Um, but yeah, um, apparently the Seahawks are never interested in him. Those are the two teams he was always linked to Seahawks and Panthers. But the Panthers now have, might have a quarterback. But Gabe, what do you think?
1: Uh, I think Since it's going to be favorite fun, player. Be- because I don't know if you guys looked ahead. This is not my favorite play. This is revisionist history. He's putting, he's souring my name. I'm going to sue you for libel because that's completely false what he said. <laughs> he's sorry, um, I, hey, I still think, I'll like, said it before and I'll repeat again. Baker Mayfield, he's not a top player. He's not a top quarterback, but I still think he's a starting quarterback. The fact that he lands on the Carolina Panthers, I think is absolutely perfect because this is a 5 win team from last year. Um, and I think he's exactly where he needs to be. Like, this is like one of the teams that like nobody's thinking anything about Panthers, like, uh, Super Bowl run or whatever. So he's he's perfectly fine where he is. Uh, I think, you know, um, obviously Sam Darnold is the guy that was there. He got traded from the Jets. Um, and I think I think it's assumed that Baker Mayfield is going to take the starting job. We don't know. I mean, obviously we'll see when somebody roll out the ball. Uh, we'll see week one. But speaking of week one, guess who the Carolina Panthers play in week one? Yes, you know it. September 11th, never forget. It's going to be Carolina Panthers versus Cleveland. So they're at wow. home. The Carolina Panthers will be at home against Cleveland on September 11. Um, so that's going to be a fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be a fun one to watch. I mean, that'll be something I would, like that's a fun. Like you know, I'm, I obviously don't care about the results. I just want to see you know, I want to see, uh, I want to see the spectacle of uh, Baker Mayfield playing at home in Carolina uh, forever a Panther.
0: Panthers. All right, listen, dolphins. since since we're on the topic of, you know, talking about terrible organizations as well, I mean, yo, Julian, running it back this year against your uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Be afraid. Be very afraid. The Broncos yeah, Broncos <laughs> coming right into town
2: again. Into, into Lon- London, right? Yeah, London game. That's kind of funny, too, because uh, Jaguars face the Dolphins in London. So me and Gabe. Uh, yep. watching that. And then now it's Jags and uh, Broncos and London. In Bronx, so it's now funny. our two favorite teams. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've been back to the Panthers though. I was like, the Panthers, man, like, I've been saying it. I think they should just tear that shit down. Like, Baker's going to go there, and I kind of feel bad for him because, like, that team's not good. They're just not good. But, I mean, we'll see. Maybe he reunites something in them, and maybe something will change, but we shall see. Um, speaking, let's drop down a level in the football ranks and talk about, we, me and Gabe briefly mentioned it last week about the uh, USC and UCLA leaving the Pac-12 to go to Big Ten. Talk about how weird it was and how weird it's going to be. Now there's talks of the Big 12 taking six schools from the Pac-12. And those schools are, um, let me pull it up here. Those schools are Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Oregon, Utah, and Washington. But as sources tell, is that Pac 12 is not panicking. They believe that if they're able to maintain Oregon and, um, I think Utah, that they would be able to convince the other teams to stay as well. Oh, Oregon and Washington. Um, but yeah, uh, what you think the Pac 12 is going to die game? I've um,
0: already seen I,
2: USC, UCLA leave. Yeah. The, the other UCLA. schools leave to Big 12. Will Big 12 get stronger? Because you know, we've been talking about how Big 12 yeah. needed to replace Alabama, not Alabama. They needed to replace Oklahoma and Texas, oh, Texas. the two powerhouse we clubs, the, yeah. two powerhouse schools. Now they need to replace those because the rest of
1: their yeah. field is not that great. So I, I haven't been following closely and you know, I'm not the I'm not the largest college fan unless, you know, Miami's playing. But uh from what I gather is a lot of a lot of these uh conferences, they have these uh you know, obviously these licensing deals where they license whatever to ESPN. They have all these huge giant networks uh they have set up. And uh, one of the biggest factors I've seen with the relocation and moving of all these teams is like um one thing that they actually wanna see is uh, <laughs> this is a funny thing. <laughs> they wanna see uh uh, they have certain rights that are uh, – uh, certain rights by, like, certain states and areas, right? Because the colleges were set up, like, you know, this is uh, uh, for my school that I went to. It was mid mid-eastern Atlantic uh, conference. Or uh, they have the ACC Atlantic. So it's usually East Coast teams or a West Coast team or a Northern team, whatever. So all these teams are set up in uh, – it used to be regional. Like, they just had this kind of area. And they kind of uh, – what they're looking for with all these deals is, like um, – a lot of states. So, they're looking for new states. So, the fact that, you know, last week we talked about uh, UCLA going, uh, was it, to the Big Ten. Like, those are like Midwestern teams, right? They're going to be, you know, in the yeah, fall. Yeah, the travel's
2: going to be insane.
1: Yeah. When, when they go to Penn State, when they go to Pennsylvania, or they go to Illinois or whatever, in the fall, it's going to be all wintery. So, like, why is that? Yeah. yeah,
2: California And they never played gonna in snow. Going to be. Never yeah. played in snow. Being in the So, back. why is
1: the California team going to be playing in the snow? in the yeah. whatever but uh, i think a lot of it has to do with the sta- uh with uh stage rights right so once they have a, they want to um uh each conference uh they want represented by different states because uh that that area is kind of like a uh uh for the broadcasting of for the tv part of the money they want uh that area kind of secure like they don't want uh, a lot a lot of teams from the same area they want it kind of spread out so um i think this makes sense for the pack uh for the pack 12 if they're going to get another uh, team from out of state. They're gonna go to Oregon, Washington, whatever. Um it, it makes sense from some from what I've been hearing. So I don't know if it's gonna dissolve. I just think this is a lot of moving parts. There's all these teams are trying to uh, you think move the big around. twelve
2: you think the Big Twelve can recruit them out of there? I mean that'd I be mean, a lot of teams in the Big Twelve. And the Big Twelve it won't be as much of a travel, but it's still all mostly all Midwestern Texas states. So it won't be that yeah. bad. It'll still be a check, but
1: and traveling is how you know schools make their money, right? Uh, they make they make money from. I don't know if y'all know like how the athletic departments work, but for a team to go, you have to pay like whatever, hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. You have to pay the visiting team to come to come play you. So um, that's why they, I guess you know how, how however the money moves around. Uh, they want it separate from different states. So I've been hearing also a lot of rumors about other. Uh, We're talking about the Pac-12, but I've been hearing stuff about the ACC about certain teams that want to move. That it probably most likely won't happen. Um, so yeah, I don't know, Julian. Uh, how do you feel about uh, the Pac-12 or this acquisition or uh, this uh, what they're trying to do with it? How, how do you feel like this is going to affect college football in general? Do you think it's going to be competitive? You think this will a watchable product?
2: I mean, I don't think they're leaving. I don't think they're going to leave Pac-12. I think, I mean, hearing the Pac-12 saying that they're not panicking and they're going to remain calm, like they think our big schools are going to stay. I think it's true. I, I don't think like moving to the big 12 doesn't really do anything, especially now that Texas and Oklahoma, especially Oklahoma, now that they're gone, it's like, do you want to go to a lesser school? And then also that conference is going to be huge. Um, and I think they'd rather stay on the West coast. I think it's still, a sh- I think PAC 12 is a stronger division a stronger conference, even losing, uh, USC and UCLA, which haven't really been that good the past few years, um, for the past decade, really. Uh, I think I think the Pac-12 is going to remain, and they might they might bring some. They shoot, they might be able to recruit somebody from the Big 12. I don't know what the Big 12 is offering. I think Big 12 is desperate to remain a Power Five conference. Now that they lost like their big school, um, but we'll see. I I think Pac-12 is going to remain as is. I don't think I don't see them moving. I mean, Jojo, you think they're gonna move those six schools? Those I mean, those are the big yeah. hitters, too.
0: Honestly, I, I think it's too much of a power move right now. Um, of course, you know, people don't like change in general, right? So when when they hear about these rumors and everything going on and you see these sudden change with the two schools, they could start a movement, right? That's kind of what people want. They just want to start a, a movement and disrupt things. Um, but I don't I don't think a move this big with the six schools is it's gonna happen. Well, not in the next few years, at least. Yeah, that's my thing. They're I think, big schools
2: yeah. too. They're not like
0: I mean these are these are their
2: heavy hitters, and I I still think it's more competitive to stay in Pac-12. Well.
1: And I think one of the things you know I, I'm speaking out of ignorance because all these conferences they sign certain like I said they sign contracts. I believe you know ESPN set up uh, uh, contracts with the ACC network with the Longhorn network. They have all these networks that are signed for a certain amount of deals. So um, I think one thing to look at is for these certain conferences, when when are their TV deals up or when are they due for renewal or when are they, you know, released from uh, the licensing rights that they give away to these companies, right? Whether it be ESPN or Fox or whoever, uh, if it's going to be Amazon or Disney, you know, whoever is going to buy their rights. Look, I think looking at the contracts when they end, um, that's going to be a big factor in seeing how, what teams transition to different places. And also, like I said, they want, they want regional uh, security, right? They want to plant their seat, like, you got to have one California team, one Illinois team, one South Carolina team, or one, uh, whatever, Florida team, one whatever. So th- yeah. those are, are going to be big factors. I think I also have heard rumors of, I think the next, they say the next downfall is going to be to look at, um, Notre Dame, because Notre Dame has been, you know, independent. They don't belong to any Congress in, in general. Um, so they've been independent for a long time. But, um, from what I'm hearing is, um, uh, Notre Dame was probably going to be the next, like, big piece that they're going to sign to, uh, but they say rumored is going to be the ACC because they, yeah, I heard that they too, play a lot of ACC. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're, they're
2: go, I don't want to say the they're ACC. essentially
1: ACC, but they play a lot of ACC. Yeah, they play a lot of ACC teams. So while while they are independent, they're trying to like make their own little, you know, be their own little thing. I think most likely they will probably would join the conference, and that's probably the next uh, thing to drop. I've also heard rumors of uh, Miami trying to get into the SEC, which I don't know how that would work because Florida's already there, right? It's already Miami's got to win so, the ACC. Yeah, they they're not even yeah.
2: I don't think they're going to. They're getting because, they're getting smoked by them. They got, yeah. <laughs> until they can win a game, really, bro. Like,
0: clinging on to the past, man. Clinging on yeah. to the past. You got to worry about that and right I, now.
1: I believe the ACC they're signed with ESPN all the way to like twenty thirty five or twenty thirty six. They have like a, some kind of ten year deal that you know. I mean, it's 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 for yeah. a while. So, um, uh, I, 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 I will say
2: here's one thing to consider too, like you got to consider the rivalries. Like, I don't think they're going to yeah. break up rivalries. Like I don't see them breaking up, bringing Miami in, for example, without bringing an FSU. Like, I just, I just, I don't see that happening. Like they're not going to break up those rivalries that are like historic and have been around for 70, 80 years or something yeah. like that. Well, why do you, that's why, that's why USC and UCLA went together because they don't want to, I mean, that's where the big money is too, is in those rivalry games. That's where the eyeballs are.
1: Yeah. And you have, you know, huge boosters and alumni that, you know, support the teams and they want to see kind of that tradition carry on. Right. You want to see those mm-hmm. rivalries. Like you grew up as a kid, you went to college, yeah. and then you have kids and you want to Michigan, Ohio tradition. State,
2: yeah. Georgia, Florida. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: So, Auburn, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I we'll see, like, uh, like I said, I, I, um, I think this is a fine movement. Like this is all this stuff is like monetary for them to secure, uh, licensing fees and rights and shit. So, uh, it's fine. I don't think it's going to disappear. It's just going to change a little bit. Like I think there'll be new uh, with this era of uh, new Hour money forward. being around, not players being paid. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna end up being a couple. You know, those two conferences that are that are the big ones, like the big champions ones, and then teams will just move around to to kind of secure whatever they can for whatever schools they work for. So, yeah. yeah.
2: On the final, yeah, uh, I'm curious how it would affect the rankings. Like when it comes to like um having two losses versus three like is three losses not a big deal anymore i'd be actually kind of down for that um but we'll see let's transition over to baseball so big news came out uh world baseball classic is back it's world back baseball classic 2023 Come back in um, right before the start of the season in March. So instead of having a spring training, a lot of these players will then be playing in the World Baseball Classic. Um, The host cities are, I have the groups and the host cities right here. So I'll pull it up right now. We have Taiwan, Japan, Phoenix, and Miami. Um, The groups, Pool A, you have Netherlands, Cuba, Chinese Tape, um, and Italy. Pool B, you have Japan, South Korea, Australia, China. Pool C, you have United States, Mexico, Colombia, Canada. Pool D, you have Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, and Israel. And then there's also four spots left in each, uh, yeah. one in each pool, for the qualifier rounds to f- top off those last few spots. Pool D will be played in Miami. Pool C will be played in Phoenix. Pool B will be played in Tokyo and pool A will be played in Taiwan with the quarterfinals being in Miami and Japan and the semifinals being in Miami, as well as the final itself being in, in Miami. Miami. Miami is known for hosting this uh, event. I think they've pretty much hosted every single uh, game for every no, single I one. I think
1: they have one in Orlando. They had one in uh, in Orlando. The They have fields in Orlando for...
2: They
0: don't have a big field like this. Not big enough. No. No, they don't have a major league field. Yeah, Miami typically typically always hosts, um, at least, you know, the first round. Um, 2017, the semifinals and finals were held in L.A. Um, They had it over there. So I'm glad to see they brought it over here. Home turf over here. Julian, we get to see those games here in Miami. Gabe, you definitely got to pull up a visit. Uh, Again, me, me and Julian, we went 2017, DR versus USA, that was probably one of the best games I ever went to in my life. And I'm it was even, the best. I'm not even exaggerating. That, that game was, was amazing. And I still remember everything that went down. Yeah, uh, with DR being DevZip and came back to winning the game. I've never seen such an atmosphere
2: for baseball in my life. Like, it was, I felt like it was a college game. It was insane. It was like, never seen an atmosphere like that.
0: But y'all, I'm already excited for this year. Y'all already know who I'm rooting for gotta bring out the flags on this one we out here team pr we doing this last two uh mm-hmm. baseball classics we took second place unfortunately but we made it to yes, the final man. round and this is it man this this, this is it we got some uh, more experienced players uh 2017 we had a lot of uh a lot of newbies on the field and they performed well man uh i don't know how you feeling guys who, who do you got? Who, who are your favorites? I mean, you guys have a, PR, as a, uh, the underdog,
1: yeah. uh, PR is a the tough. That's there. a tough pool. That's a tough pool, man. Because you're facing Venezuela, uh, you're gonna be facing Dominican Republic. Those are big teams. They have tons and of players.
0: Yes. Here's I'm the not, thing: so the top team. two from each pool will move on to the next round. Yeah. So there's two teams it's from each standard, pool. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean, that's that's gonna be your stiffest competition. If I had to pick a favorite, you know what? You know what? I'm going to go for the underdog because nobody is talking about the Netherlands. Uh they haven't been speaking about it, okay? Okay. okay. Netherlands, Andrew Jones. Okay, did y'all know about the Netherlands? Okay? I yeah.
0: want to say Tough they team. did they did Scrappy. make the I want to say they made the semifinals back in All right. 2017. They they were up there. They made a little run. So you know what I
2: realized about the Netherlands cuz I was like, "Man, they play baseball in the Netherlands?" Turns out they do. But the thing is their best players come from Curacao in the in the Caribbean. So that actually makes a lot more sense because I've like I've never heard of the Dutch playing baseball. They have a league there and there's some of the professional players are on the team and that play in their professional league, but a lot of the players come from Curaçao and they those players from Curacao play in the MLB. And since Curacao is a Dutch territory, they count. So yeah, I thought that was uh, I was I thought that was a little interesting because I'm like what the fuck like the Netherlands and then it makes a little bit more sense cuz they're in that region where baseball is beloved right above Venezuela.
0: Honestly, I think it was the smartest thing for the classic to put Puerto Rico and, and DR in the same pool. They already knew what they were doing there. That's a rivalry on yeah, its own. Yeah, they're,
1: they they're trying they, to get they, ratings.
0: <laughs> that, that that's going to be a must a must-go-to game. You you have to go to that game. You're going to miss out. Like in that first round um, I forgot two classics ago, um, it was PR, DR in the final. That's when DR took it. They won the championship. Kudos to them. Um, last classic, 2017, Puerto Rico beat DR two times. We beat them two times, and we lost to Team USA in the final. Um, but for this upcoming year, this is what our potential roster is going to look like. And We got some heavy hitters. This is why I'm feeling confident. And honestly, I don't even want to go over Dominican Republic's lineup because that's just an all-star team on it on its own. Monsters. So I'm not even they I'm not monsters. even gonna read their name. <laughs> we all we all know we all know who, who they have. So I just gotta feel confident with my team and who, who's representing. So we got Carlos Correa and Field. He can play shortstop. He can play second base. Doesn't matter third. Base. I have the
2: real, real quick. Uh, these guys are pretty much like it's pretty certain that these guys are gonna play.
0: Well, these. I'm naming and, players that played in the last classic, so they're most likely gonna represent again. Obviously, no one's confirmed right now. Um, and there are a few players who are hit or miss with the Puerto Rico team because you know they're US born or they're Puerto Rico born, yeah. but they mm-hmm. represent the US. So we had a few players like that in the last classic yeah. that are yeah. like hit and or also I remember like was- Stanton, for example. His like great grandmother is Puerto Rican, so he has some Puerto Rican. They descent tried to. Re-
2: well. I remember that. Yeah.
0: yeah, he played for Team USA. So there's a couple of players like that as well. Yeah. Uh, but like, you like I mean, he was more
2: American than yeah. he was Puerto Rican. But I was gonna say, like, real quick, like, how do players feel about playing? Is it something that they care to play? That they want to play? Is it like is is it treated like the World Cup, where it's like an honor? Like you go and you play. Like that's what you do. Or is yeah, it like,
0: but like for Olympic big basketball? Reasons.
2: Or is it like Olympic basketball where it's like, ah, they don't really care
1: that much and they end up I don't, I don't think it has a, the gravitas of a Olympics, but it is like kind of a – it feels like a, like a fun tournament. Like this is – you're going to go, you know
2: uh, – It's So they can't treat it like that, the World Cup. Like you're, you're, going, yeah. to go, yeah. you're well,
0: going to go – You got to think, right? Most of these players come from these small nations and they try so hard to make it to the big leagues. And if you have any opportunity of representing your country and to play for them, you're wearing that – your country's name on your chest. Like, of course they're going to take pride. You know, Cuba, no. PR, DR, you know, just to name a few. Like, yeah, you know, the passion's there. They show it and they represent every day in the MLB. Like, you know, their heritage mm-hmm. because they put it out there. Um, now, I can't say the same for USA because we know the top 10 players uh, in the MLB, United States born. They don't really yeah, play. They don't, they don't,
1: show they don't up. play. Like, yeah.
0: We don't see the best lineup for USA ever. 2017 wasn't 2017
2: at the time wasn't that bad. Uh, not, no, not so you know, much from the pitcher standpoint. From the pitcher yeah. standpoint, no. But from the hit, yeah. like Stanton was there. You had Goldschmidt. You had, um, fuck, I got to pull up the lineup again. Because I remember yeah, you didn't have
0: it. guys like Bryce Harper. You didn't have Mike Trout yeah, no. out there, who was arguably the best player in the MOB at the time. You didn't um, have um, you know, Clayton Kershaw. A lot of players. Yeah. So, but for Team Puerto Rico, Team DR. But they still had some players, though. Like, it wasn't. Not for sure. that had Yelich. Um, Andrew
2: McCutcheon. Yeah, Andrew McCutcheon, uh, stand like that. They, they had some guys.
1: So in, in the way, it's kind of like the uh, you know, like the NBA, how the NBA has been, right? Because we, we think about the NBA, the the dream team, those are like literally the best players of their time of their era. They're like, yo, we, we cannot lose anymore. We send the best players, but now the you know the Olympic NBA team is just like you know they're good players, but it's not really the best of whatever the league has because these guys they go on vacation to go to whatever Monte Carlo they go to Italy. They they have other priorities. So w- as far as USA baseball and World Baseball Classic, it's kind of like like that. Like you, you might get some really good players, maybe good college players that haven't had a chance to shine. Maybe they're not all star players, in the well among their colleagues, but they're they're solid players um, that want to go play because
2: some of them were all stars. And I think you're going to get a little bit of a mix. Um, I do I do think they have more of a potential to being like a World Cup. Than they do like ending up like basketball Olympics or people just don't really take it seriously because uh, it is a more competitive. And I think what makes the basketball thing, not like people kind of opting out of it is because USA has just been so dominant for so long. They've just only ever lost like once. And it's just like, they just like we can win without us. And the world baseball classic, it can still be really competitive. And it's not like, we don't know who's going to win. And like, Hopefully it can grow and become something like the World Cup where it's like no matter what, you drop everything and you go. Granted, FIFA makes it a requirement. Like if you get called up, you have to play.
0: So maybe I'll see baseball. I think 2023 is going to be huge, right? Post-COVID, they delayed it. Um, Who knows? USA won the last one. That could have sparked more of an interest here in the United States as well. And look at where they're hosting. They switched up the cities. Miami's hosting – you know the semifinals and the finals. Um, you know that there's a lot of culture here in the city. Uh, depending on the te- teams that make it, what countries go, you're gonna see sellouts for sure. You're, you're gonna see I these sellout so. games.
1: I think so.
2: And, so and I, Phoenix yeah. is a big baseball city. Phoenix produces like some of the yeah. most baseball talent in the country. And then obviously we know they host like half the spring training games. They have. I've been. To, I mean, Judge, you've been to Phoenix. I don't know if you saw them, but there's like spring training fields, uh, like stadiums everywhere. Over there, there's like ten in like the whole metro area. Yeah. That's a shit ton. So it's yeah. a it's a big baseball town. Um, I'm gonna show off the world rankings right now as it stands currently, so you guys can see. Right now, Japan is number one. Chinese yep, Taipei is two. South Korea is three. Mexico's four. United States is five. Venezuela is six. Dominican Republic seventh. Netherlands eight. Cuba ninth. Australia tenth. Colombia eleventh. Canada twelfth. Puerto Rico sixteenth. Italy seventeenth, Israel twentieth, and the final one is China twenty first. Yeah.
0: All right. I don't know how they do these rankings. Probably most of the players that like when they compete for these leagues, like the MLB players, aren't involved. Obviously, um, with the qualifiers. Right now. Yeah, exactly. For you know, but when you throw in these big names, oh man, everything's gonna change. Like these lineups are yeah. ridiculous. Um, so real quick, again, back to my potential lineup for PR. We got Carlos Correa. He was actually first overall pick in 2012 by the Astros World Series champ. He did um, participate in the 2017 uh, World Baseball Classic when they got second place. Francisco Lindor, we all know him. This guy's showing out, second base. Uh, Javi Baez, he also participated in the 2017. when were, These guys were super young, man. Those yeah, three babies. were the Not young her. four that played in 2017 Right now, it's five years later. Uh, a few of them's won World Series. They're all multiple all stars in the league, kind of proved themselves. Yadi Molina, we all know Yadi, two time World Series champ. He's going to definitely be catching. It's probably going to be playing. one. I think he's retiring. Yeah, he got to retire soon. Yeah he's, yeah, he's retiring. Yeah, this is it. I think he's, he's going to play, up. though. He's going to play. I, this is it. Um, got Kike Hernandez, uh, utility player. I think they're going to put him in the outfield, to be honest. He did win with the Dodgers before he got traded. So another World Series champ on there. Eddie Rosario, um, outfielder, uh, potentially left field. Uh, he plays for the Braves, World Series champ with the Braves. And we got some pitches in here. You know, you got Berrios, Lugo, Diaz, other players, if they decide to play for PR, are Renato, Springer, Strowman. So we got a, we got a pretty good lineup here. Um, so I, I think we got it. I think we got what it takes. I'm right, yeah. curious see what yeah.
2: USA's pitchers are going to be. I did see last time they had, um, the biggest names I saw, they had Bumgardner at the time. He was, I don't know how he's played recently, but I remember at the time he was really hot. Um, uh, my God, I'm drawing a blank. The Garrett Cole was there, but obviously that was before uh, what he is now. Who knows if he goes back? The pitchers, I think, is going to be the biggest hit or miss. Um, Getting wear, getting extra wear and tear on their arm. Yeah. Um. Would, as much as I would love to see like a fully stacked USA team, like that, that'd be sick. I could, I definitely see like an Aaron Judge going. I see Stan going back. I can see
1: that. Um, I don't think so, man. Aaron's been, he's off and on the field. He's hurt, man. I, I don't
0: think. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Aaron's a young man. Game. The Aaron, Aaron about Stan? Judge. The Aaron Judge. Oh, wait, oh, wait, I mentioned I I missed
1: he's John, John Collar with Aaron. Oh,
0: I think he's gonna to go say. back. If he's
1: healthy, <laughs> if he's healthy. <laughs> if he's
2: healthy no. If he's healthy, I think he goes back. I think he enjoyed it. I think he liked it. I think he wants to go back. I think I think, it, uh, I think it's going to be relatively sh- strong. Obviously, like, ooh, man, I would love to see. Like, I think Yelich might go back. Um, yeah. I would love that to see I like said, a, a Matt Trout. That'd be um, sick.
0: But I think with the USA winning, um, is definitely going to spark more interest in the current MLB players to represent their country. Man, think back then, guy. you had David Wright, Derek Jeter, like. These hall of famers the us in those past classics, and even they weren't able yeah. to win. Um, yeah, the first one was two thousand six, which is crazy, which is crazy mm-hmm. um, to represent your country. But I really do feel like this is going to be one for the books. Twenty twenty three, yeah, March twenty twenty. You know what I hope to yeah, see? Really, too. We're going to all the games, bro. PR versus DR, like I said, man. We're we're. we're I think there.
2: the I think the PR Venezuela game is going to be really good. Venezuela. So. Like people's like one of those like people don't think about Venezuela. Venezuela has the third largest um population in MLB. It's Americans, yeah. it's Dominicans, and it's Venezuelans. Like they have so many players, their player pool is huge. It's right up there with USA and Dominican Republic. And then below that it, it kind of drops off. Yeah. Um so and
0: but yeah, they per- always seem per- to performing. underperform
2: for whatever yeah. reason. Their that's, their best placing hard. was in two thousand nine for third place. Yeah,
0: and these uh, um, tournaments really come down to pitching. Um, the pitchers don't stay out as long; they play, they pitch fewer innings. Um, so you're gonna need relievers, and you're gonna need very good relievers in there. Um, once the starter comes out, and you you need that that key closer to finish those games off because anything I, happens. I, I really hope
2: Otani plays for Japan.
0: Oh, he would. That would,
2: would be. I really hope he, he does. Will. He has to. You he has to really if he
1: wants to increase the profile, he has to, bro.
2: Japan right now has the most championships. They won the first two, 2006, yeah, 2009. Two. I think because yeah. they have a really. Their league is. is re- they're the second best league in the world, like right behind the MLB. Their league is really good. So, like, even though they haven't had, as of recently, a lot of Japanese players in the MLB, not as much as it was before, they still have a huge talent pool back in their. Yeah, man.
0: Even the Yankees paid uh, Tanaka a couple years back, way back, a shit ton of money to come out of Japan. He was the best pitcher in that country at the time. Yeah. So they they have players.
1: We'll see, man. We'll be looking forward to the World Baseball Classic. We'll bring more news. Obviously, these guys are going to be in town attending it. But let's talk about uh NBA because uh right now we're in the middle of summer league. It's going on right now. I think it just happened this week. It was they're they're in Las Vegas. Uh it's going on. And obviously we had the NBA draft. Um uh, I don't know if you guys had any thoughts about the NBA draft, some of the biggest picks. Uh Jojo, I know you follow college a lot more. Um, what do you think about like the first two, right? Because the first two guys coming out was Paolo, Paolo Banchero, and Chet Chet, and Chet uh Holgram. They're going to uh Orlando and uh OKC. Uh, what are your thoughts on the yeah. draft, and uh, what do you think about summer league in general? Like, uh, is this something that you will watch, or is it just like, this is it just like, uh, it's kind of interesting because you get to see a player that you drafted. I don't know. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts, Yeah,
0: I mean, summer league. I think summer league is dope, right? Um, obviously, it gives those you know upcoming college players a chance to showcase their skills. Um, the only thing is, I would say, um, it doesn't show that they've proven anything yet, right? Obviously, you want them to perform well. Um, but don't get overexcited, right? Don't don't get too hyped because they're still playing with, honestly, other college-level players. They're not playing with the heavy hitters. Because uh, you're the playing the best
2: world. that college has to offer, though.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, which they do anyways, you know, throughout you know, NCAA tournaments and, and everything like that. But uh, with the top two, Paulo, man, that, that guy is such an oversized guard. It's, it's ridiculous how good he is. And it's not a surprise at all that he went number one. Uh, what did surprise me is that Chet went super high, like top five. Um, he did play very well in college. But, you know, I feel like he got on that Gonzaga boat and that just pushed his name through the door. Like Gonzaga is always a super overhyped team every single year for no reason, which they they really don't prove anything. Uh, they're expected to win the tournament every year and they always fall yeah. off. Uh, but he had a great first game. I don't know if you guys saw that. And then he had a double-double this last game. Um, he has potential. This guy is a seven footer yeah. who can shoot threes, and he's blocking shots. Uh, what more can you ask? He's running up and down the floor. He he blocked Taco Fall. You guys know Taco Fall, yeah.
1: right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like he he, he I mean. blocked him multiple times <laughs> at the room. That was a hilarious matchup. Uh, but he definitely needs to put on some muscle, hit the weight room. Um, but he can maneuver his body pretty well for being at that. That size, which, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've been keeping up with any of the games, uh, Gabe.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've seen. I haven't been watching like every minute of the games, but I seen you know the highlights. I feel like you know, I feel still like he's very young, right? You can try to kind of project to like, okay, he could be this or whatever. Um, to me, he still looks kind of clunky, right? Like him running physically, it just kind of yeah. like disturbs me. It kind of for me, it, it reminds me of like Antoine Walker. I was like Antoine Walker is such a great basketball player, especially for the Miami Heat. You know, he played for Boston or whatever. Um, but just when you see him run up and down the field, I'm like, yo, this guy does not, he does not look like an athlete. He just, <laughs> when he's running, I'm like, whatever. So, um, but definitely he has, he has the potential. Like you can see, okay, maybe, potential. like you said, like you said, gain some weight, maybe get some smoothness. Uh, you know, obviously you, you uh, listen, uh, get up to speed <laughs> awesome. with uh, NBA, the NBA speed of, of, yeah. of the game and maybe potentially like, okay, maybe, you know. Yeah, he's young right now, but maybe yeah. in a couple of years he'll get
0: some experience. But obviously, a, you know, he doesn't follow? have that expectation right now to do very much. Right, he's gonna do what a rookie does. Maybe potentially go for rookie of the year. I don't think he's gonna be a game changer for his team, like playoff bound, championship bound. Uh, I am excited to see the the matchups with Joel Embiid, with Giannis, Rudy Gobert. Uh, I want to see how. You know. Yeah, with, you know, with these big tall. <laughs> Strong centers or power forwards, uh, <laughs> it, it's he, he's gonna have a, a freshman awakening <laughs> when he plays these guys, yeah.
1: And Julian, I, I want to ask you, like, how do you feel so far? Like, maybe players we've seen so far in the, in the, the past drafts and like how they project, right? Because you know, when you saw I, I kind of remember as a young kid, I was like in elementary school, whatever. I remember seeing Shaq and Shaq was like so strong, but he was very skinny, skinny, but he was so strong and powerful, whatever. And You, you, you compare him from the beginning of his, uh, his career when he got drafted to like an of career obviously his body changed, his skill set changed, obviously he had, he, had, he had gone through the fire, right, of all these championships. Um, how do you feel about now? Like some of these young guys, do you feel like, uh, you can look at a guy and say like, okay, that guy's going to have a good career. Or, or, like Julian, do you feel like, and You're like ah I don't know I'm just gonna for me I'm kind of like I just wait and see um uh, I, I don't know how you feel about uh, uh players from the, their rookie year when they get drafted to how you project them going forward if you're you know for whatever favorite team you going
2: um I think a lot of the times it takes a couple of years I think it, like we see a lot of like I'm trying to think at the top of my head it's not very often I feel like we come across players who just took off from like year one um we see a lot of guys they have decent rookie years solid rookie years you're like all right yeah he we could build upon that and i think you see a lot of that i i notice you don't really see as many busts that you do see like compared to like other sports that you get in the nba but i i say give it a. I I always say give a guy a few years give him a couple years um it also really depends too on the team like but unless you're like out there balling like Trey Young did his first like two seasons like that's that's at least as of recently that hasn't been super common and I don't know if that has to do a lot with the way teams started to structure their 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 rosters with having like big time free agents sign and maybe that's affected the way um rookies are being Developed. Uh, talked about Talked about On the on the media So maybe we just Don't hear about it, Like as much as Unless they're like Really going off Because Everybody wants to Talk about the Lakers 24-7 Or talk about The Nets Or talk about Whatever So a lot of those Great rookie performances Kind of get pushed to the side And not really talked about So I don't know If that could play a factor As well Like And a lot of times You could go into bad teams That nobody wants to talk about Like We're probably not going to hear about Paulo Blanchero Playing for the Magic until the magic started getting good a few years down the line. And that's when you start to really notice if the, these players are really going to turn up is like yeah. when they start getting solid teams around them and they get and, that experience.
1: And, uh, you know, I would love to talk about Paulo, but, uh, you know, I think back to the Miami, right. Dwayne Wade came coming out of, uh, Marquette. Uh, he obviously a good player and, you know, it took a couple of years because, you know, first they had to get into the first round and then they lost. And then they had to get into the second round and then they lost. And then finally they got, you know, deeper and deeper. So definitely I agree with what you're saying, Julian. Like it, it takes time to kind of develop the players. Um, when it talks to Paulo, I think Paulo, he looks more NBA ready. Like I can see him uh, being effective, but also it goes to like, okay, what kind of support, what kind of help uh, does he have? Like what kind of cast are you putting around him? So I think Paulo is more NBA ready than Chet um, from uh, based on what I've seen. Uh, and you know, Paulo is like talking mad trash. these guys talk a lot of trash for, well, that's for a young guys coming out of college they they're pretty like, uh, talking. and that's what I
2: was going to say like. Um, I think you saw it more back then, like when Wade was coming like that 0-3 draft and everything that everybody talks about. Like um, because teams weren't so top heavy. Like it was a little bit more competitive. Like I feel like you could have a difference maker rookie come in and they can squeeze into the playoffs. Versus yeah. nowadays it's very hard to do that because
0: you don't really see that. Like anymore.
2: The, the the top is the top is so heavy because they're just these teams that switch like I don't know every th- Three years, it's like a team, another team that gets like three big stars. And now there's like only four teams that are like, all right, these four teams are title contenders. And then the rest is kind of like, yeah, split out. So I think it's harder for like to have like those Derek, those, those Derek Roses in their rookie season become rookie of the year. And possibly if he wasn't a rookie, could have been like an MVP that year. Um,
0: the most recent player I would say, um, And talks of that would be John Morant, um, as in a real big difference maker as a rookie coming in for his for his team. Yeah, I think it's just hard because like I I feel like
2: back then it was a little bit more competitive. Like there was the, the players were a little bit the player pool was a
1: little bit more spread out across the teams versus
2: now it's a little bit more condensed to less teams.
1: And I, I would say in generally in basketball, like, it's kind of tough for me, right? Because, A, I barely watch college basketball. Like, I watch around Match Madness and stuff, and I'll see the big names whenever. And I hear them like, okay, whatever. I, you know, very, like, little specks of watching it. But, you know, a lot of – it seems like uh, also there's also other players that come, uh, you know, from high school. Like, they just grew straight out of high school or whatever. Or, they, you know, they're a one-year freshman, one-year one-and-done. Um, so that for me, it's kind of tough to be like, oh, I don't know, is he really good player? Like, I don't really follow basketball close enough. to be Like, this guy has the skill skill. I'm just like, he has really good highlights. Like, he looks like you know, he can fucking spin move. He looks like he can block. He can gather rebounds. And uh, generally, like, I can just look at him and be like, okay, that guy looks like he could be a star. If he was on my team, I'd be like, all right, that guy,
2: that guy's pretty solid. He, he can real quick. He can, do G League pl- G League players are not don't go to the draft, right? They can't.
1: I don't think so. I think G League generally G League players are. Uh, it just, just like replaced the D league.
2: league, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I think once you have you have to declare for the draft, and I think it's only for certain circumstances. Like once once you're like, once the draft happens, then I think everybody's like a free agent. So if you try to you know put your name in the pot, then
0: you're yep. just a free yeah. and yeah. Agent. that's how you go. You know, and that's how you go undrafted. You can still get picked up if your name they, didn't get you called. And yeah, So sign to the G League. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But generally, you know, the, the draft is supposed to be for the top players, the top college players, the top
2: yeah. high school players. international their,
1: their prospects are.
2: Um, yeah. So well, from what I learned uh, yeah. from watching that Adam Sandler movie that the, about the basketball international Oh, we talked about it. Like, you talked about it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, if you're international, as long as you're under 22, you can declare for the draft. Like yeah. basically like what uh, Luca did. Like, you know, Luca played for Real Madrid balled out and played there since he was like 18 to 21 and then declared for the draft which you well, know it's so can- weird to think i had no idea that that's the european structure and the teams are the exact same as like uh soccer i had no idea it was the exact same like they're like organizations i didn't realize there was like organizations like that but so i was like Luca came out of real madrid like what the fuck and then i realized like that it, that it works it's the same shit just so that's
1: that summer league it's going on summer league we'll hear more we'll see more highlights and news going on in las vegas right now obviously we showed julian showed earlier they're actually giving out a ring this year for whoever wins the summer. i don't season. okay i don't, I don't understand it feel about that. i how, how i feel all
2: about right that? i i think nba is trying to make the summer league like a talking point like something like you know how we say the NFL tries to be talked about throughout the year. So they make like the big spectacles about the Take schedule yeah. and the drafts. I think the NBA is trying to do that as well with their free agencies and the summer league, trying to make the summer league a bigger deal, like having it instead of like all being played in like the, what, what they used to, the worldwide Disney and Orlando? They used to all play in like yeah. some basic World gym. Now, now it's like starting to become into arena, which is cool. Like, uh, I mean, I, I I think it's cool that they're trying to do that, especially if you're a basketball fan. Um, it gives yeah, you more I mean, content yo, summer basketball
0: lit, bro. Like, you know, so, and I think,
2: yeah, and it used to be only like on NBA TV or you had to like really look for it. Now it's like starting to become like, I, I it, and it's a smart move by NBA, dude. I mean, you're you're blatantly c- copying the NFL where it's like, all right, we'll try to figure out a way that we can continuously to talk about our league. Because realistically, it's just a rookie mini camp. Like, when we really think about it. Like, but you know, capitalize on it, make a little yeah. tournament out of it, like, they make do it, hype it up. And they give, you
0: know, champions yeah. and all that. Um, you you want to see your you know, players on your team do well, that, that's getting called up, you know, into the league. So, and you can take
2: I'm advantage of it. it, it's a drier period. I mean, football's not yeah, going on, like, it's, that's
1: all about to say. I'm fine with it because it's you know, NHL is over with. So, if you're not energy, NHL fan, you can't watch any NHL games, you already have a champion. Uh, football is not being played. So to me, to me, it you know, to me in general, summer league is kind of like you said, like a mini camp is kind of like a preseason, like whatever the NFL preseason is, that's what it kind of feels like to me, and it's fine. Like it, especially, especially you know, summertime, you want to go to Las Vegas, you're on a trip, go, you know, that's entertainment, right? They have tons of entertainment. You can go see a magician, you can go see a comedian, you can go watch some nice. NBA, whatever. It's fine, and especially if I'm a fan of you know, like the Miami Heat draft, I can go see the guy, you know, the kid play live. It's just like something to do, like so. Yeah. Uh I'm fine with it. Uh if they want to give him a ring, I think it's a little bit excessive. I don't know how much weight and you know <laughs> Rabataz is gonna have. Like I look, I have almost summer league MVP. It's like, but did you start on your roster? <laughs> your your boy <laughs> your boy uh you, were your boy you, like, Lonzo
0: Ball, your boy Ball <laughs> summer league MVP. You I saw how they yeah, blew it's that like, up. Yeah. Out of proportion it's nice, how he but, drafted yeah. by the Lakers.
2: Yeah. Right. So Let's move it's to it's the fun. uh to the, the players who have played in the NBA already. Let's talk about the free agency and all the craziness now that the uh, the new league year has started. Um, I think the first one we talked about is Devin Booker re-signing with the Phoenix Suns. I know we talked about potentially them not him potentially moving on from him,
1: but it looks like yeah. he's he's there to stay for the long haul. And I, I don't know how you feel about this JoJo because now all this, you know we had free agency a week ago, brand new free agency. Kyrie resigns with the Nets. Uh, Kevin Durant says I want to be traded, go to the Suns or go to Miami. Devin Booker resigns with the Suns. I think this is more to come. I think this is the deal before the deal. You know, it what is I mean? the this deal is, before uh, the deal. We're setting the we're setting the the setting the the table for. Uh, Possibly some transitions of that. Um, but in general, I think this is pretty good for... I mean, Devin Booker is an excellent player. Um, obviously, when he's playing through injuries or he's hurt, whatever. But I think he's a fine piece. He's a piece to have. Um, I don't know if he's, like, the number one. But, you know, you have him as a two or three. You got a pretty good setup. Like, you know base is really a
0: good. one. Phoenix had no choice into re-signing him. I'm sorry. That is your future. He has not reached his ceiling yet. He has not. You have not seen the best of Devin Booker yet. Gabe said he's a number I, two. I promise you that. And if you happen
1: with KD, oh my God. But go ahead, George. I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead.
0: No, no, you're good. I'm just saying, like, we, we saw Booker come in playing at an elite level since day one. And unfortunately, it just happened to be with Phoenix. They were yeah. they were nowhere. There were nobodies at the time. Um, since like the Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire, all that, like no one cared about Phoenix. And you got this young guy, Kobe, like play here in the league, who works hard, who can shoot, who's athletic, and can play defense. And now you finally got over the hump. Unfortunately, they didn't win the finals, but they got there, right? You took a they took a leap from never making the playoffs to getting there with a little help from a veteran, Chris Paul, which. That's uh, Gabe's second overrated. favorite player.
1: Overrated, <laughs> first, but, first place go team. Go over it. go but, on. You already
0: know he's overrated. Well, of course, this guy deserves <laughs> the max because I don't see any other reason why not. Um, you get him one more supporting cast member, like I. That's it. We know Phoenix has championship level talent, and you know they they got knocked out of the playoffs. I don't even know how last season. We all saw that. They were supposed to make it to the finals and this is supposed to be their year. Um, but I don't think they're going anywhere. I think there's only room for improvement. They're going to be around a for a little while, as long as they got Booker in that little core and that coaching. Can't forget about the coaching there in the West coast. So they're going to be top five team for the next few years in the West.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Julian, what are your, what are your thoughts on, on Devin Booker resigning? Yeah. I mean, the team's
2: still solid, They 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 should be better. I mean, at the end of the day, they were number one in the West, right? So Mm -hmm. they you're not really losing. I mean, Chris Paul losing Chris Paul or like Chris Paul not playing to how he was is not gonna be the end of the world for them. I still do think they need something else. They need someone else to really like send them over that hump. Especially if you're gonna, you know, beat some of those teams coming out of the east. I think you, you need somebody um, obviously we'll see what happens with the uh, as free agency goes on there's still a lot of moves to be made and contracts to be worked out so we'll see but um like I said when we see big players like this resign to teams it always kind of speaks volumes of like what the team's up to like are they gonna it sounds like they might they have they, they've told him something to make him stay like hey like we're planning to do something big sometimes that always always work out as we saw with green bay uh they lost a big player but um we'll see um i i think it's good for him to get like absolutely a shit ton of money um hopefully he could just get that support the teams that has a good base has a really solid foundation and a base they just need those uh those new those new uh parts to help uh make it get them over the hump
1: I think another piece of this too is uh DeAndre Aiden Aiden was uh I don't know if you've been following news, but obviously he's, I think he's been kind of uh, uh has uh, some rough patches with the owner. I think the owner came down and said that like, you're not a, you're like you're not a starter you're not a player you're not worth the money or whatever um, and I think uh, so far Aiden has been reporting certain like trade rumors because like he he's wow. been on the outs with he's, he's not he's not really uh uh tied to the organization he's kind of like just like get me out of here or whatever. Um, so I think that we might see that, uh, so far his contract, uh, is so apparently tied up with this Kevin Durant thing. I think right now the NBA league is paused on Kevin Durant. What is Kevin Durant doing? What deals are being made?
0: If Kevin right, Durant, it go. is
1: true that Kevin is going to be traded,
0: yeah. where's he Gabe, going? You, you brought up KD. Listen, I've heard okay. rumors sparkling around uh-huh. here in Miami. I'm hearing the chatter. I'm hearing the talk that the Heat can potentially land KD. How do you feel about that? And what would that package look like? We talked about it's this. It's possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. But from what I've heard about this KD, uh, they're going to need a third team to come uh, to to get in on the KD trade. I think it is possible. I wonder, based on what I've heard, is Miami's willing to trade? Right. So here's the thing. The Nets have all the advantage, right? Because KD is technically under contract. But if he's like, oh, uh send me to Phoenix or Miami or I don't play. So the Nets have all the they have all the leverage. They'd be like, well, maybe we'll just uh not have you play. We'll just have your contract. We'll pay you to just stay at home and do whatever. So wow. uh based on what I've heard, the rumors, uh because the Nets traded for Ben Simmons, who got designated as uh, he was a designated player because he he was a rookie that got extended on his contract, and we have Bam Bio who got extended on his contract because of the NBA rules or whatever. If there was a trade to be happened, we cannot trade directly with the Nets. It can't just be a one to one, Bam for KD because they already have Ben Simmons. So if there is a trade, we have to we would have the Miami Heat would have to acquire Ben Simmons and KD wow. and do some other stuff. <laughs> whatever unless uh-huh. there's a third team unless we have a three-team trade between the nets miami and whatever the third team is then we can trade for Karen rental um but basically what i've heard i heard you know early on when it first when katie first announced that oh i went to miami i'm like okay maybe this could happen but based on like the technicalities of the trade of him coming to miami i don't think it's gonna happen like it, it, every day as as you know the days get longer and longer i think the the chances of him coming to Miami decrease and decrease, like lower and lower. So, um, it is possible, but like I said, have to involve a third team, and and the money has to match up and shit. So, I would love to have him, but I don't even know what they would give up and offer. Like, yeah, what are we giving up to to have him? You know what I mean.
2: That that and that's what like me and Gabe briefly talked about it last week. Is like, I personally I don't want it because I Nets are clearly playing hardball, and you're gonna have to give up some big pieces and I don't think that he are in a position to want to do that. I don't think he, what it's going to take to get him. I don't think is worth it. versus, I think you can get a player that is a free agent that you don't have to trade anything for that can help the team immensely and that possibly the that yeah. and they, and that can possibly win them a championship. I don't think they're in the market. I don't think they need a KD and what it would take to get him do you get any better? Like I, I get Katie's a generational yeah. player. He's going to be one of the greatest players ever, but losing Bam for Katie, like they're two different positions and now you're going to have a, a hole that needs to be filled as a big man. If you lose Bam. Yeah. And I just, I don't like, and, and we said it last week, I'm okay. Trading Duncan Robinson. I'm okay with trading Tyler hero. Um, uh, obviously they already lost, uh, PJ Tucker. He went to uh, Philly. Yeah.
1: Um, Kyle is a the asset as well. Yeah. I
2: I just for what it would take to get KD, I don't think it's worth it. I'd rather you supplement somebody. Like I I like I personally like the idea of Bradley Bill. Um that's just me though.
0: I think I he can uh no,
1: Well Bradley Bill is off I think he's off the table. He just re signed an extension with he has what? like 250. I literally just saw that year.
0: he didn't. Well, there's no way. No. Are we learning?
1: He re-signed with Washington. No, oh, I literally what? just read That's
0: that he, he, he,
2: he took what? it. No, he, he declined it. Wait, hold Let me pull this up. I swear so we,
1: I just this. Awesome. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Bradley so Beal. I, I know Bradley Beal signed a huge-ass deal. Let's just confirm. No, right here. Let's six go. hours ago, Bradley Beal.
2: Um, wait, now I'm seeing conflicting reports.
1: Pretty sure Bradley Beal signed an extension with the Washington Wizards. Uh, he was supposed to be a free agent, but... I think he accepted those terms. Um, as far as uh, we're talking about Miami Heat, KD, um, JoJo, let's talk about you and your your Lakers. I mean, because also I hear rumors. All right, real <laughs> quick
2: before we move on, just what it says. It's it says um, just because he resigns does not mean that he won't be traded because he has a no yeah. <laughs> because the contract. Um, Yeah, says even though yeah he has a he signed a five year two hundred fifty one million dollar contract with no trade clause does not mean that he will not be traded so do not expect trade rumors to be
1: closed down. Mm. Yeah, but as far as trading, I I haven't heard the Wizards involved in a Kevin Durant trade. This is Um, two hours ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, But let's talk about the Lakers because you know we're talking about the Nets. Kyrie Irving agrees to an extension. KD says I want to be traded. Now I'm hearing rumors about possibly Kyrie going to L.A. Maria Reunion.
0: Oh, LeBron, it's so bad. I don't uh, know how you so feel about it. Hold on, hold on. Before Kyrie did this whole re-signing thing, man, we had the possible realistic trade that could have happened for AD and KD and Westbrook and Kyrie in just two-on-two trade uh for the Lakers and the Nets and you would have had possibly KD, LeBron and Kyrie on the same team. Um but for real though I uh, I honestly think Kyrie wants that to rekindle that relationship with LeBron um to win another championship. Does LeBron on Boston that? nothing's happened. Ruined his reputation there. Brooklyn, we all know the fiasco that happened this last season, and he needs a redemption season. All right. He could play every single game this year for the Nets, but honestly, do do you expect him to make a run now after everything's going on? Uh, Obviously, with Westbrook, he played below average. See, if we had Westbrook play even as an average point guard in the league below his standards, we would have been okay with that. But the fact that he played below average in general is ruining his reputation for the last season. Now, I don't think Westbrook is done. There's no way he can go back-to-back seasons playing like that. I think there's room for improvement everywhere. He's going to make those adjustments. But to answer your question for the trade rumors, with Kyrie staying in Brooklyn, I think he has to stay at least a year. So Westbrook might be stuck in LA this season. I think that's for sure. Uh but following the season after that, there could be a potential trade getting Kyrie over there for Westbrook, depending on how Westbrook plays. So,
1: so, so you know, we're, we're talking about the Nets, but this is kind of weird because we're now we're talking about all acquisitions and rumors and trade rumors, all this shit. So, uh, Joe, I just want to speak directly with you because what makes you think that? Um, let's talk about LA for a little bit because you know there's a rumor about Kyrie going to LA, but a does does LeBron want that? B, does LA want LeBron? Because I'm also hearing rumors, little small chatterings, just little whispers in the whispers in the wind. That LeBron might be traded because you know he has a big contract. He's he's come out and said that, oh, wherever Bronny goes, that's that's where I want to play. And he's also said, oh, Miami is still available. He made some rumor like, oh yeah, hey, I might go back to Miami or some shit. So it feels like there's like all kinds of moves that could be possibly made. I mean, I don't know how you feel about your Lakers in general. Do you feel like Russell Westbrook, him playing so poorly, below average, as you, as you said, to borrow your words, <laughs> do you want more years of that? Because he opted in to the, uh, to the Lakers. Do you feel like going forward with the Lakers, with Westbrook, that, that, that's a good, like, oh, I'm going are, are you, do you feel optimistic about? Having Westbrook going forward for whatever four more years or whatever, however longer his extension is, with LeBron obviously aging, getting closer in his forties, with AD can't get on the court. Do you feel like Westbrook AD can't forward get forward with the Lakers the- is a good thing?
0: <laughs> Man, if you, if you got prime Westbrook, absolutely, absolutely. If you have if he's playing at the potential he could play at, no one's gonna have an issue with him being there. It's just he had such a bad season. That's why I really had to throw it in there, like. Jojo under why Adler, do you, below average. Why do you think he had a bad
2: season? Do you think it has to do with the system and the players there? <laughs> Doesn't compliment him?
0: Well, I mean, just look at the plays, his amount of turnovers. It's just it was his play style. I feel like he was trying to do you don't you ones. don't think it had to do with the system at all? I mean, and that's always a factor with him. anybody, but um, if you actually saw the games and saw how he performed. I think he just had a mental block in how he was playing and all the criticism he was getting early on. Um, You know, he was missing point-blank threes. Why? They were leaving him wide open all season. That has nothing to do with that that (laughs) Wide open?
1: Go ahead, take that shot.
0: Exactly. That has nothing to do with team chemistry or anything. Um, He's here driving in the lane with three people on him, giving up turnovers. That's that's a Westbrook style play, uh, him driving in, trying to kick it to the corner, throwing it into the stands. That's a Westbrook style play. Uh, <laughs> like I mean,
2: but I'm was, saying, like, do you, yeah. you think being in LA with the pressure that they had and the other players around him affected him mentally, like for him not to perform?
0: Nah, I don't think it's the pressure, to be honest. Um, do you think if he was point
2: in point another team last year, he still would have performed
0: bad? Here's the thing. We we know he can play exceptional with bad players and make the team look good. We've seen it on Casey, right? Oh yeah, for years. So, you know, you know his forty point triple doubles, fifty whatever he was doing. Right? Yeah. He he went to the Wizards. They were nowhere near making the playoffs, and him and Bradley Beal somehow put the team on their back and got them as close as they could, and they went on a little win streak. We all saw how that he was performing there. So they honestly, did they make it? I think they're like eight. I can't remember. Nine. They might have come up short or they lost in the play in. A
1: play in or something, yeah.
0: Yeah, they I think they made it to the play in. I could be wrong. Now for the pressure and going in LA, uh, I really it could be a system thing. Um he he likes to have the ball in his hands. Maybe he couldn't adjust and to what plays they were running, and he can't he couldn't adjust his play style per se um and i think he has to do that this next season it's not changing who you are but you're adapting to a new team you have someone lebron james you have other dynamic players big name players ad um you know we've seen him play with a big 3 with with paul george and who else was on that team as a big carmelo. 3 hard- and and carmelo or was it harden it was carmelo no harden yeah. left that didn't that didn't work out um him playing with two other great players so now we're seeing that in L.A., he's just going to have to make the adjustments.
1: Yeah, so am my general thesis, so my general thing is it's basically, I mean, we said it or I I believe, you know, what they were saying about it, the team being old and obviously LeBron comes out with a tweet saying, keep that same energy. You're talking about my team, we're the oldest team. And guess what? You have the season, your guys went flat. Um, do I think as far as Russell Westbrook, I think we've seen the best of Westbrook. I think the his prime is behind him, and I think it's just it's just it's gonna be downhill. Um, that's just my prediction. He has a very inefficient game, and the only thing that's changing is he's getting older. So it's just inefficiency, getting older. Um, I think the clock is ticking on LeBron. LeBron is also getting older. The man is almost 40 years old. The guy is what, like 37, 38, something crazy. Yep. Um, they're stuck with LeBron, oh, uh, excuse me. They're stuck with Westbrook who opted in. AD can't get on the floor. He's your future and he's always hurt. LeBron is talking about I want to play with, you know, I want to play with my son. I want to say play with Bronny one game wherever he gets drafted, whenever he gets available to draft. I think somehow, if not this year, possibly next year, LeBron gets traded, big trade. You're talking about uh, Kyrie waiting a year I think there's going to be some major moves In next year, if not this year, next year I, Right now I, right now, the, the name of the game Is waiting for KD, to see where KD wants to go If they can make an agreement The Nets can make an agreement with whatever team um, It seems like the Suns, but I also heard rumors Of other teams Right now the move is KD, once KD falls We'll see a bunch of other uh, Transitions
2: Right. I will um, say this, if I was, a- I was a Lakers fan I would just be like Just tear that shit down just tear it down. Like, what are you doing? I mean, it's the greatest I mean, franchise
1: I mean, in the NBA, man. No, we but I'm saying, historic.
2: but I'm saying, what are you doing? Like, last year clearly didn't work, and what you're gonna roll yeah. it back out again? If I was a, L, if I was a true LA fan, not a fake one like JoJo, if I was a real yeah. LA fan,
0: <laughs> no, I'm a LeBron fan.
2: I'm a LeBron fan. I, I like no. Think about it. Like, realistically, why would you want to like run that team out again? They could, th- this is in this uh, era of the NBA where we have a play-in where there's ten teams that can <laughs> that have a potential to go to, to win the title, and they can't even make that. And you want to roll that out again with no sort of future? No, no. So, the only future you kind of have is AD, but like you said, he's always hurt. Maybe it was just a bad couple of years, but like maybe next year he's able to. But why? Like why? And then what? You're going to trade for Kyrie? That's not going to do anything. The guy barely plays as it is, anyways. Like, and he he picks and chooses when he wants to play. Why? Like, it just makes no sense to me. If I was clearly, ever since the 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 new family that's taken over the team, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't. They they got one lucky championship in a bubble year in a shortened season. That. You look back on that, and it's an a miracle that that team won that championship.
1: No, that team was a good team. Not a miracle. That was a good team. Yeah, you got to give right, them some better than
2: that. They were yeah. a good team.
1: They are on fire. I mean, they had Dwight Howard, but give them a chance. Bro,
0: how, but how much has that team really changed? <laughs> a lot of the role players Since, changed. They kept the big yeah. three pretty much, but the role, the role players changed immensely. I can't even keep Alex up with Caruso the Alex Caruso
1: went to Chicago.
0: Okay, yeah, man. T-
2: t- take away that year with about the years prior. Since Kobe era ended, like it's, it's been yeah, terrible. But, it's been, I mean, t- it's honestly, been terrible. Yeah, Tear that shit down. Long, I'm not, rolling out, with I'm not rolling out.
0: When was the last time the Lakers were even relevant? The Kobe. That's was what I'm saying.
1: It had to be Kobe. Yeah, exactly.
2: But that, that's exactly, that's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. The people that are running the show in LA have no fucking idea what they're doing. They're just throwing money at people. And one year it stuck. It worked. The other years it has not. And you, what you're gonna roll the same shit out there again? It's just well, that's what and then, I'm saying. And what you're gonna bring in another player who's an older yeah. player who has no future really, and doesn't even sure if they're gonna play basketball next year, like or wants to play? It's yeah. like why? I just tear that shit down. Like just tear it down. I think like, I, I mean, that's guys. the most
1: interesting thing to watch going forward. Is like who's gonna hit the restart button? Right? Because if 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 there's if the rumor's true that. KD is gonna leave the Nets, or if the rumors true that Kyrie is gonna hit the Nets. Essentially, the Nets are re- hitting restart button. They're like, okay, screw yeah, this. I know we restart. got, I know, I know we got James Harden, KD, and Kyrie. James Harden's gone. I guess we'll trade away KD. I guess we'll trade Kyrie. We're hitting restart, right? Um, but also, there's also an the option of just like, whatever. We'll just deal with Kyrie. We'll deal with KD. I know he's upset. He said he wanted to be traded. Apparently, he went directly to the, the owner and said directly to him, "I want to be traded." So that, I mean that's it's crazy. Pretty much like at. that's pretty crazy. <laughs> like like I don't know, I don't know to you, but like that's pretty much like it, it yeah. blows my mind. Uh, if I you don't trade me, I'm like, not working <laughs> like you know you know you know that you know that meme with uh with uh, Magic like oh, I'm not gonna be here <laughs> whatever the hell. Yo, that, that's that is the Kevin Durant. <laughs> I feel
0: like there's only like <laughs> yeah. three players in a league that can do that, and Kevin Durant is yeah. one of them. Is <laughs> one. Of I them. think yeah, it, yeah. I think it's funny that Deshaun Watson tried to do that, and they're like, nah. You yeah,
1: just have to play a whole year. <laughs> You're just not going to play a year. <laughs> like, they didn't give a fuck. They're like, you just ain't going to play a year. <laughs> so, so that's interesting to see. So with all these rumors, it's like, if these trades actually go down, if Katie is actually traded, if Kyrie's actually traded, that is the Nets hitting the reset button. If the Lakers, to me, are trading assets to acquire Kyrie, or they're trading assets, like I said, I think, I believe, if not this year, not this year, Next year, that LeBron is probably going to leave or ask for a trade, or he'll he'll be gone. That's the Lakers' hidden reset button. And you know, this is all waiting. Like I think everybody's waiting for Katie, the KD move to happen, and then I think you'll see you'll see stuff start landing. Um, tough, you know, tough offseason. season. It's pretty interesting because we're right now we're in the middle of it. I haven't heard any stories. We're going into the weekend. It is Friday. Uh, we'll we'll see if any moves are making. I'm watching my shams. I'm watching my Woj. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's pretty exciting. Well, you know. And this is all going on in between summer league and shit. So uh, I I don't know, JoJo, how do you feel about the NBA summer going so far? Is it, Has it been exciting for you? Is it something you're looking forward to or just like, ah, whatever,
0: I'll just wait till Yeah, I wouldn't say something I'm looking forward to because you know, summertime is baseball time for me. But it has been keeping me busy, right? Watching highlights, seeing what's going on. Um, pretty entertaining. You know, summer league, not something to look forward to, something to keep me occupied.
1: Julian, how are
2: you feel yeah, so, for with NBA? It's just a of wait and see. Like um, I don't think we're going to see any big moves, really, outside of the KD thing. I think, like you said, next year is going to be a big year. I think people are going to wait and see what happens. But, yeah. Um, I will say, real quick, we're going to end it here, but something just came up. Breaking news. Semi kind wow. of breaking news. Wow. We're going Everybody to go back, back to the NFL real quick. Roger Dell go. just announced that a Sunday ticket will be going to a streaming service. He can cons- he confirmed it. It will go to a streaming service, and it will no. Yeah, long- it's something we talked about last it. week. Yeah.
1: You so about, yeah, we're, talk- we're is- talking about the uh, Red Zone versus the potentially-
2: Sunday ticket. We're talking about potentially it would, but he's pretty much said like we're leaving Directv. You know, it is going to one of the big players, whether it be Apple. Amazon, wow. Netflix, whatever. He didn't say specifically the name, Hulu. but he says it's yeah, going it's, it's going streaming. Like, to know to an app, yeah. And this just sports.
0: sports. So
2: and this just happened like a couple weeks ago. Well, the reason why I don't think it will be Hulu, Hulu's all derived off ESPN Plus. So all all Hulu yeah. stuff is ESPN Plus related. But and I don't think ESPN is gonna put any money towards it. Nah, but it yeah, might be a this Fox is
1: literally, or paramount or some shit.
2: No, nah, I think it's gonna be Apple or Amazon. I really think it's those think? two. I, I don't, Fox already put money towards it. Paramount already put money towards it with CBS. It's going Amazon or Apple. I guarantee it. But uh, yeah, it's pretty much, he he said, it's like, it's going streaming, which is pretty exciting. I'm actually really pumped. I really hope that works out, but yeah, yeah, we can end it there. Um, I just wanted to bring that up before, before uh, we close it off since it just broke.
1: I think I'll do it for this week. I mean, we'll check it out this week. Yo, JoJo, what, what's up with your boy? He, he's fighting the UFC this week, right? Tomorrow
0: or tonight? Check it out. What's it called? UFC Las Vegas. Check out my boy, Saido Koub Karamanov on the undercard, finally making his debut. Um, unfortunately, the last fight, I think uh, he caught COVID literally the night before. Diagnosed, couldn't fight. Had his fight camp last few months. And, and check him out. Let's see who he's going to here all right your boy ronnie lawrence never heard of him but we're gonna hear about him tomorrow get smoked by my boy over here saeed <laughs> uh, i'm gonna <laughs>
1: look out for it so that way we can talk about it Vegas
0: 58. so it's uh the main card is uh rafael dos anjos versus rafael about well, two rafael's going at it huh fizzy i don't know if i pronounced that right uh, But, yeah, it's going to be on ESPN Plus, man. on Rafael Dasanias is fighting tomorrow? A fight tomorrow? Yes, really. sir. Yeah,
1: man. A little fight night, UFC fight night. But we'll be here. We'll be here next week to bring you more news. NFL, NBA, MLB, any sports, soccer talk. Julian's going to be here to talk, talk, talk. JoJo, tell them where the people can find us on
0: the interwebs. You already know. We are here in Miami, sometimes Jacksonville. Uh, Julian, we're here in Buffalo, York. We're in New York City. Austin. <laughs> We're in Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Gave <laughs> needs to make an appearance out here. You got to catch oh, us? Oh,
2: real quick! All the I, right I see your boy on. I see your boy in the car at six PM
1: tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Six PM tomorrow. Yes, yeah, we'll be yeah, back. back next week. More sports for real fans podcast. We appreciate all the downloads, subscriptions. Thank y'all for tuning in with us. We'll be back next week. More sports, more news, right here. Appreciate y'all. Peace.